I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. Where I'm your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. Dr. Dukes, what's going on? Why are you so close to the mic? Because the people need to hear what I'm saying. Well, heaven forbid we record with somebody else. They COVID all over that thing. Well, this is my microphone, so I can do that. What do you... Your name is not on the microphone. Back up. But this is the same one that I use every week. Oh, Jesus. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, Doc? <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that in the background. They didn't. Because they should not hear somebody in the background. <laughs> But there's a soon to be seven year old. Good night. Trying to be, trying to be, trying to be ground, just ground. (laughs) Trying to be on the podcast, honey. About to be seven, so she had to (laughs) pop up and say something. So, um, we just celebrated our nine year wedding anniversary. Just celebrated, baby. I thought we did an excellent job due to coronavirus and us trying to protect ourselves, but but still still getting out a little bit. Yes, and. Still staying to ourselves and staying clean and staying safe and all that kind of good stuff. And not I did a great spending job. a lot of money. And not spending a lot of money. I did a great job. Let me tell job. you something. You know what I realized? Um, two things. Uh, there was a video on TikTok, and the guy was first of all he had a whole full bottle of Ciroc, the green apple Ciroc. Don't ask why I was paying that much attention. Right. But he had a green apple Ciroc, and he had a straw out coming out of it. He said, "So he is a voiceover. So it's not his voice, but he's just lipping lip." sinking to somebody else but he was like you remember when you see people in their 30s and it look like they got their life together <laughs> uh, help me right <laughs> he yeah. just started crying it's, i was like it's just yes. a facade i think that when we look at the fact of what your pay is and trying to pay bills on i think that's just a stress of growing up and being adult number one yeah i un- think unless, that's a growing pain yeah yeah unless you just making whatever you want to make and yada 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 making bank so if you're out there struggling a little bit, um, that's normal. It is normal. It is normal. <laughs> it come and it goes. Um, <laughs> just gotta figure it's out a lot of coming and less going. Huh? Right. You gotta figure out what what works best for you and and get you to another level of stability. Mm-hmm. Well, that's think about it. Most educators work a second job anyway, trying yep. trying to have stability. Yep. 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 Oh, I just want to hit the lotto. Lotto, schmato. Let's hit it. You crazy. Okay, so what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Um, If you have clicked on this podcast, then you know that the topic is your students are entangled. Entangled. <laughs> Let's talk about that word. And Where I, did it come from? <laughs> I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> I said, I know people are like, what? What in the world is this about to be about? Click and find out. Um, So... We're okay. I'm we gonna go just quick little rundown. Oh, this is about if you've been living under a rock or you like my mama and you just not paying attention to nothing. <laughs> um, Will Smith and Jada Pickett, uh, who are a married couple, had and Jada is the host. Barely. Okay, okay, don't even do that. <laughs> They're I married, said, couple. um, she's the host of Red Talk, uh, Red Table Talk. They came to the Red Table Talk together because Jada's um, ex-boyfriend, um, August Alcina, let the world know that he was an ex-boyfriend during Will and Jada's marriage. So Will and Jada were like, we broke up at that point. Um, 
y'all and Jada was like, yeah, when we broke up, I'm, you know, August came into my life because he was dealing with some issues and I was trying to help him through his issues and we ended up in an entanglement. And so when she said entanglement, the whole world apparently just clutched Latin, that word. Yeah, clutched on, that word. On. Yes, it was like a Like whoop. a leech, for real. Uh, and what? Now, the, this is the thing. Conversations about their marriage and this, that, and third. I ain't gonna go through all that because not it's, listen, it's enough people talking about it. But what we will talk about is the idea of entanglement and the idea of relationships when you're in high school. Yeah. And sometimes really in middle school and just reflecting on our past experiences and the fact that y'all listen, it some kids kids be in some entanglements. Absolutely. Entanglements that some good, honestly. Some mm-hmm. some are legit, decent entanglements. One yeah. that you can learn from, but then there are some that's like, I don't even know how this entanglement started. I don't know why it's still going. Untangle. I need y'all to untangle. all the way untangle and forget <laughs> that y'all even did anything together. Anyway, period. Now you know what's funny. What uh, did you hear about? What the definition of entanglement is? Okay. No. So the definition of entanglement is a compl- complicated. Or compromising situation. Well, yeah, that's that's and, legit. And more specifically, a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Well, she definitely used the right word. She, everybody was like, "Yeah, we were like, well, technically." Yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's that, the word. That's, that's the, the word. For that's it. the right word. So when you look at that with the challenges of being an adolescent and being in relationships and all the drama that comes with it, when you are your frontal lobe is not even developed all the way yet. Mm. Oh my gosh. Like on Facebook. So unfortunately we had a student who recently um, passed away um, in a car accident. It was just, it, and it happened on our anniversary day. So we were um, excited to celebrate and just had dinner and then got the news that he um, was in a horrible car accident. And immediately my mind went to his girlfriend because she's just, she's a sensitive soul anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I was, so she and I talked the other day. And um, one thing that I appreciate is that it gave us a chance to kind of reflect and laugh about things from high school and reminisce on whether they were looking at um, trips they've been on in high school or times they were in our office dancing, playing, laughing. We just had a good time reminiscing about stuff. Because in tragedy, you can take that, you know, laughter heals the soul. So it's yeah. a good time to do that, right? But one thing that, that that group of kids we have been cracking up about is their relationship drama. And I don't, you know, I don't think that some people realize if you are not close to your students, you may not recognize the relationship drama that's going on and how it's affecting them in the classroom. Absolutely. And even outside the classroom, even in sports, at home, like. Cause we, because we've been in education for so long um, at a couple of different schools and on the high school level, um, like you just said, we get to know our students even outside the classroom or even outside of extracurricular activities and stuff like that. So they kind of let us in to their personal lives oh, to, yeah. to a certain extent. So we recognize when there's, when there's a shift in how they behave in class, how they are in, at lunch, how they are in the, in, in, in the hallways between classes, how they are during their sports, how they are after sports, like all these different things we notice. Mm-hmm. Like even, even you know, at the end of a game or something like that where 
you know, they booed up after the game. But now it's tension in the air between Ooh. them. And now it's like, oh, this one is over there heading to the car. And this one over there going with the homeboys. It's like, yeah, we, we see all of that. All of that. like All uh-oh, of that's going uh-oh. on. And you know it plays a role. And we even if you if you think back to your high school self and dating, you you there should be at least one moment where it's like, yeah, we broke up that one day. Or we had some issues that one day. And <laughs> I did kind of change. And I went over there with them. She went that way. And da, da, da. So even if you think about yourself, you kind of should be able to recognize them same kind of thing. And none of that has changed. Nope. None of that has changed. It's, nope. it's still the same thing today. There is a there is a slight adjustment uh, difference that we'll talk about. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But really and truthfully, even if you weren't dating in high school, you knew somebody or someone yeah. and saw the and even in even in middle school. Like mm-hmm. let's go all the way back to middle school. You that puppy love and all that kind of stuff. It will affect you. Right. I've literally seen students go through this. Like, uh, you can you can go through a depressive, uh, depression. Oh, Jesus, help me with the get word. the word together. A depressive state mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's just I'm sad all the time. We used to be together. They used to be my girl. I've seen kids be anxious and their stomach is in knots every time the person walk in the room because they just <laughs> oh I like him so much. I like her so much, and it's just what in the world? Like I, I it's crazy because. That can be a factor in the learning process. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you are just like, why can't you pay attention? Why won't you sit still? Or why won't you do your work? It could be a relationship. It could mm-hmm. be an entanglement is happening. And then on top oh, no, of that. Oh, no, the entanglement has already happened. It's already happened. <laughs> but there, there is some uh, tension in the entanglement. Oh, and I'm telling you, as the person that did extracurricular activities, it was nothing to be having. It's, it's one thing in class, right? Um, which you know what it's probably the same way i so there are teachers out there i know if you're listening you you've been in class before and maybe said something that you didn't realize was a trigger mm-hmm. so you i don't know if you could be doing groups and be like okay melvin and sharon y'all getting a group together and the whole class look like oh mm-hmm. huh? what with y'all let's see how this go oh, now everybody no. in the classroom talking but <laughs> yes. the teacher is completely clueless, <laughs> clueless. completely clueless <laughs> Oh my God, I see that a zillion times. And then the other part would be when you are in a small setting um, and there are not that many people to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for us in high school, it, the ratio of girls to boys was horrible. It was like 10 of y'all, I felt like, in the whole class. Great day. It really was not a lot of y'all. Okay, anyway. What? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. It was not a lot of We're y'all. not talking about us in high school. We're talking oh. about the students of today in high school. So you want me to talk about you? I ain't saying nothing about that. Well, and anyway, we're talking, talking about the... We're talking about the... With the Air uh, Force Ones. Hey, if they want to know about all of that, they'll listen to the last podcast. We ain't talking about that part. We're talking about uh, teachers paying attention to hey, today's okay, relationships okay. and entanglements and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Get so, back focus. So, here's the thing. So, if you're paying attention, um, there are... Okay, so there there's a great chance that if Melvin and Sharon are dating today, that a month from now, Melvin and Tynell are dating. Mm-hmm. So as a teacher, you're not paying attention, don't even realize that they, they have broken up. There is tension. Um, Sharon and Tynell don't like each other because they used to be friends. Like all of that that comes with it. And it's interesting because what I would see teachers do sometimes that i did not like is not give space for that conversation or some type of healing or uh critical thinking or um uh problem solving to happen mm-hmm. it's like well y'all shouldn't be worried about it you need to just go on go to class ma'am 
it's too late. Like you said, the entanglement has already happened, so mm-hmm. they are worried about it. And right now, that is way more important than um, the Pythagorean theorem. And and let me correct you on that point. Not even correct, but just say something. About it. It's not necessarily more important than. However, I'm talking about to the student. To the student, that's okay, more okay. important. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't care about this. What's more important is that he just broke my heart right before I walked in the classroom and said that he doesn't love he doesn't love me anymore. You see what I'm saying? So never right. mind. Yeah, yeah, I have This is man. not important. And so when you just dismiss it, like okay, whatever. Now I, you really lost the kid. Right, period. right. So I used to always say, listen, okay. My favorite statement was Mr. Deuce and I dated in high school. I was in high school. He was a freshman in college. So there is a great potential that you can marry the person that you are interacting with right now. Entangled with right now. We got to keep sticking with the word. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) There is a chance that y'all can keep this entanglement. Mm -hmm. Okay. However, I need you to do this right now. And then later on today, or we'll schedule a time for us to meet and talk about this. That's, Mm -hmm. that's my point. Like, you have to if you you think about there are situations where these kids live together at their parents at somebody's parents house yeah yeah like sometimes they're like yeah he live with us like da 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 or he picks me up for school every morning and da da like you are you are literally in this little mini model family you trying to you know push through at the age of 16 so the same way a, a grown woman has to go to counseling after the divorce or a man may have to go to counseling after divorce. The students see the same thing. That's true because a lot of our kids were living like grown people lives sometimes, and mm-hmm. we'll look back like, "What, what, what y'all even doing? What, how is that possible? How is that possible?" But in with with some of the kids that we taught or or had, uh, you know, yeah, we taught. Um, they did live adult lives. Yes, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. To where we really saw stories of like. The Will and Jada in August. Yeah. Well, we got to bring all three in and be like, all right, hold on. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. <laughs> so you, okay, so you do know that they are together now and you're not the person. You don't know that. Okay. Um, <laughs> awkward. Awkward, Absolutely. but that's what would happen. Now, throw a little bit more, some more seasoning into the pot. Then you have the situations where I felt like we were not, um, we were not i don't want to say trained but we didn't discuss this enough um with faculty and staff about lgbtq plus students that's a fact in our school i'm not gonna say all school but in the school that we worked at no it was not a lot of conversation about it yeah and and not to say like say it was somebody's fault it's it's 1800 things going on in a building you know absolutely so but what would happen is you, I feel that sometimes those re- relationships were overlooked. Okay, so okay. you either had students who were not ready to be open in public, so they were hiding that that was happen happening, or you didn't treat those relationships the same way you treated a heterosexual relationship. Mm. So you may bring the heterosexual couple into the office and go, "What's going on?" You know, the, the teacher said you guys were arguing in class. But if it was the opposite, I didn't see, you know, where every, and what I mean by that is other people in the building. Typically, the counselors and everybody, they were good at it. But just throughout the building, like, staff really understanding, like, you got to, like, same thing, same, stay consistent. It's a relationship. Two people are dating, and we need to help them get through this so they can get to the learning process. Regardless of what your personal views and feelings are. Uh, yes. You know, towards um, same-sex relationships or whatever. 
um, they're still students. They still got feelings. They still got emotions. They still going through all the changes of everybody, every other adolescent in the building. All that's still happening. Still happening. Point blank period. But See? but that that is interesting. Uh, that was an interesting point that you bring up. That, uh, you know, the same sex uh relationships were happening. However. Like you said, they weren't necessarily op- open. So, where do you find a place to even have that conversation? <laughs> Jesus, Bruh. I listen. You know, there was this thing I remember that you put the you know the LGBTQ um you know like sticker or safe zone thing on your wall you know that lets students know uh, mm, yes it does it's a great symbol but we we gotta dig a little bit deeper than that we gotta we gotta dig a little deeper because that's just a that's an area i feel like it's been for public school systems especially in low poverty areas um so that and specifically um uh, predominantly black, like it's just not. I don't think we have that all together yet. Well, it's several things we don't have all yes, together Lord, yet. That's, that's right. a, but that's that's definitely a thing where I was like, mm, yep. Is there a space in a community? Because again, we've talked about this a zillion times, and hence why the right effect is so important. Um, colleges have programs and funding and personnel just for um, these identity groups, just for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm a counselor slash registrar slash social worker slash mom dad to, to these students, and, and and I gotta get trained on all these other. It, that's just too much on one person. It should be it should be where I know and I'm knowledgeable, but we also have a whole entity that focuses on that, so that so that that person can really do the work. And and I just want to say this: uh, that's really one of the main points and reasons for this whole podcast is to shed light on the importance of uh the student affairs piece in k-12 uh the same way that is it you have your student affairs uh uh, part in in higher ed that that's what we strongly believe in even for k-12 that needs needs to be that's a need is it is it is a necessity even on the k-12 level because like you just said not necessarily every teacher needs to be skilled in having these kind of conversation with heterosexual uh, uh relationships, homosexual relationships, or any kind of relationship. But somebody in the building should be able to have that safe place, and is and it's not just the counselors. The counselors have their own uh, their own job mm-hmm. to do and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So then there needs to be a separate entity in the school to say this is still a safe place for you to come, talk, communicate, you know, share whatever you got going on whatever mm-hmm. it needs to be a some type of student affairs piece in the k-12 through but okay, so why is it that schools like i feel like <laughs> i feel like we saying this and what they hear is wah, 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 wah. Yeah, like, yeah. right because what they will turn around and do and go yes teachers we're gonna train exactly. you exactly is that it goes it back what we say it goes back to something you said a long time ago when we first started this podcast of uh, there are two parts of k-12 through those who teach and those that support those who teach. Yes, like at our second school, that was that's the, it. That was the big. That was the big push. It that those that who is support teachers and those who teach. That is absolutely it. Which, to a certain extent, I get that. However, 
there still still needs to be other pieces. Yeah, and college like, is and, way and, and, and what we, a lot deeper. And what we believe in with this whole student affairs thing of being a part of, of K-12 is your student affairs part is not about supporting teachers. Mm-hmm. Real and truly, it's not about supporting teachers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's about supporting the student. Mm-hmm. And that will forever be our our thought process, our belief, what we're pushing for, period. With this podcast, with the right effect, um, with everything we do in education, student affairs is a very, very important piece, even in K through 12. If you get nothing else from this, this podcast, I want you to understand that. Student affairs is a needed piece, even for K through 12. Mm-hmm. And again, the, it's not to support the teachers. No. Nah. We're not here to support the teachers, but we are here to support these students 110%. And what happens is it's a direct uh, positive effect for the classroom, for the teachers. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's what the strong student affairs programs across the the country do. So what we, listen, look how we we were ahead of the tide when we had Palmer come on the podcast to talk about multicultural centers, right? Yeah, yeah. We were like, this is a vital part. This is where universities are shifting to make sure they have strong multicultural engagement, right? Because these, these, these group of students are like, we don't feel supported. We don't feel like people are listening to us. And I'd be John Brown when George Floyd popped off. Mm -hmm. When all of that popped off, immediately what happened? People, um, who is the director of multicultural? Because the mm, black kids are mad. College. At we every college. To, we need to call them. At every college and university. Yes, because guess what's going to happen? The kids are not going to go to class. They're going to protest. They don't want to have nothing to do with their professor. They feel like all y'all are, are you against know, them. against them, mm. all that kind of stuff. So what has to happen is the work has to get done on the student affairs student side. Affairs. And we are coming up with plans and programs and trainings and initiatives. That yes, the faculty and staff, the faculty will benefit from, but they got to work on this side. Because now flip this. Imagine if the George Floyd incident happened during a time when this pandemic wasn't going on and students were actually in school. K through twelve was actually happening. Mm-hmm. What if the what if what if you had a group of middle schoolers set up a protest? <laughs> what if you had a group of high schoolers set up a protest? What if you just had some 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 strong minded fifth grader set up a protest <laughs> at an elementary school? You would have needed that student affairs piece mm-hmm. even on the K through twelve level. Mm-hmm. Period. Because that's really what we're here to do. We want you to be vocal. We want you Absolutely. to say what you got to say. Absolutely. Let us know that you're not feeling valued. And then we gonna we we out here to work on it. And there are but there, who who gonna how I got time to how I got time to teach you geometry and figure all that out. <laughs> and uh, and again, that's where the right effect would come into play. Mm-hmm. That's where it would come into play. And if you, you don't should know by to... now what the right effect is, that's what that's what we pushing. The right, <laughs> the right effect. effect. Hit up hit up the website. www.theritefect.com. Thank you. The right effect. That's us. Okay? Mainly Dr. Dudes, but I'm I'm working behind the scenes doing my thing as well. Thank you very much. But yeah, the 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 student affairs piece is absolutely needed. And and like I said, there are some uh, there, there have been protests on a on a on a high school uh, campus. There have been protests, probably maybe on a middle school campus, and maybe even on elementary. School. I don't know, but I know for a fact that if you had that student affairs piece in place, it would take a big load off of teachers. Mm-hmm. It would take a big load off administration. It would take a big load off of counselors. Mm-hmm. It would take a big load off of whatever other entity there mm-hmm. is in the school. Mm-hmm. Because and it's not that, will take care of that part, and it's not that y'all are removed from it. Absolutely it's just not. that somebody is there p- that is getting paid to put in the work to right. figure out. This is and my to dedicated say, area. Hey, yep, this is it. So it's just like when 
we are rolling out things it's not void of the faculty mm-hmm. like it's not y'all don't matter in this right no because we have several faculty that serve as advisors on campus absolutely that are on committees like yes they're very active in it but we just putting in the work to do the programming right and so what people don't realize is that is a lot of time absolutely that is a lot of energy that is that is the that is the set of people coming together who are well-versed in student affairs. And so what happens is when I go to school, right, to be a math teacher, Mm -hmm. and I take tests and certifications to show I am knowledgeable in math, I did not take a test to show that I'm knowledgeable on racial or inequities in LGBTQ community Mm, and mm, programming mm, mm, and student activities. You don't have any certification in that. Hello. So now you're wondering, like, why the kids don't want to come to our stuff? Because you don't. Do you know how to program? Absolutely right. Do you know how to survey students and find out the best things? Do you know how to even find out how to do learning objectives with those programming mm-hmm. things? Do Absolutely you know student right. affairs theories? Are you using Aspen's theory? What what development theory are you using? Those are the kind of things they ask us in meetings where we have to be like, oh, flip, which... Uh, yes, I am using. <laughs> and that, and those are absolutely the kind of things that we as educators, and I, when I say educate, I mean right now I'm talking about teachers specifically, that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And and there's no reason why we should and really no re- truly right. no, because should, we didn't go to school for that. We went to school that. to learn how to teach, learn how to dissect a lesson, mm-hmm. learn how to uh, put the information, information out there to students, learn how to use technology. You know, we we learn how to communicate, differentiate instruction. We learn how to uh uh communicate with you know different genders, races, uh, ethnic backgrounds, stuff like that. But not in the sense of dealing with personal uh personal issues, um you know stuff that's yeah. going on in communities. We we not that part. It's, it's it's the best way to look at it is like if I say to a my physician, my family physician, mm-hmm. I say, listen, hey. My family physician who was on for a past episode. I go, Dr. Ntenge, um, if I tell her my side is hurting, I keep feeling this pain on my side, which mm-hmm. is literally what's going on in my life right now. She goes, hmm, let's x-ray. Let's see. What she thinks is that it is a particular thing happening. Mm-hmm. In particular, it may be urology. It may mm-hmm. be a kidney. So what does she do? refer me to a urologist because mm-hmm. see what they do is spend all day looking at kidneys that's what they specialize in the, the urinary tract all of that right she, she don't use her time to continue to dissect the problem or the issue right because hey that's not somebody that does that that's not that's what, what i'm what here they for that's not day. what i do I'm so not it's not that, that it's not that i'm not aware of how to spot right an issue mm-hmm. it's not what I'm, I'm i'm oblivious and that's above me Okay, but I see it, and guess what? We have a whole department that can help uh, you. A whole that. department. Let's go over here whole so department. that, your, that your, your student can get some extra resources. It's just like that. So it's just like when you when you teach a math and you and you have a tutoring thing after school, you can spot where you. Okay, you know what? If they just get a little bit extra tutoring, just a little I think bit. they can do it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to send them. You're going to refer them to that mm-hmm. same process. It's the exact same process. The exact same thing. So and really, truthfully, if you go back to the entangle part. That's what we're talking about. That's that's where if we had services available that students can really utilize, utilize because I it's just like with the deaths that when you have a school that has just had two deaths, right, mm-hmm. and you are seeing what these students are posting on Facebook, we therapy is needed. Mm-hmm. There should be therapists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a counselor. I also got therapists. Right, and and that's another thing. You can't just leave it on the guidance counselor. No. Because a lot of times when stuff like that happens, 
it's it's dropped on the, mm-hmm. the teachers and the guidance counselor, and it's like we're here for you. But a lot of times, no, I need something serious. Like mm-hmm. I need something way beyond for what this Mr. Dukes and Miss mm-hmm. Miss Such and Such in in, in the uh, guidance council office can do for me. I need a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And like and like you just said, I, the last school we worked at lost two students, two former students within a week's time. Within a week. Imagine if we were in school at this time. Oh Jesus! Imagine what that school would be like at this time. Thankfully, we were. It's summertime. It's COVID nineteen going on. People still home and stuff like that. But if it had happened during the actual school year, yes, and you know what they do? They send in counselors from other schools, yeah, to hold your hand and cry with you right there, mm-hmm. and then y'all leave. Yeah, and then what? They and because you gone don't mean they happy the now. Grieving, the grieving process is not just a day. <laughs> it's not. We ain't Some, even got to the like funeral. You said, like you we said earlier, we ain't got to the funeral. Haven't got to the funeral. But like you said, there's a trigger could happen in the classroom. Mm-hmm. The student that sat beside that student that passed, it's like, oh, it's time for group work or or partner work. Dang. Yes. My partner died. <laughs> Clearly. Like, like he's what? not just here gone today. My partner is gone forever. How does that hit? Mm. What you do with that? Send and down. don't let it be a good partner. Like, <laughs> man, we, we would <laughs> die with both A's all the time. We be busting them out left and right. And now my partner is gone. That one counseling session that you got from the guy to counsel that one day, what is it supposed to do for me now? Mm-hmm. I got a whole nine weeks to go. Because really and truthfully, your guidance counselors are the professionals who should be in the building uh, with the proper staffing and budgeting to organize the proper psychological services. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so I'm empowered to. So it's just like, uh, uh, oh, what's a good example? Okay, let's go with direct student activities. So if I'm the director of student activities and these are all the activities we have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have people in place who are over the particular ones. It's not all on one person. So I don't go to that one person and say, you over this, 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 and hey, you just got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You can say, hey, okay, so you got, you got questions about homecoming, go to this person. You got questions about student government, go to this person. You got questions about... You- <laughs> I'm sorry, you. That, I heard the snap in the thing. <laughs> I daughter didn't turn on her little tablet. She was, she was ready. She was, she, listen. She like blue ivy. Y'all taking too long. <laughs> Whatever. We're in the middle of a podcast. We trying to get paid over here. <laughs> yes, we see you, little girl. Yeah, but you really that's that's what you're what you're looking for. And um, something I didn't mention earlier that takes all of this to level nine. Is social media absolutely so you have absolutely. students who are who don't know the terminologies of being gender fluid mm-hmm. or um being uh entangled in a complicated relationship who are heartbroken who may be in manipulative relationships abusive relationships all these kind of things you don't know the terminology for it and then you what you do is just sit up on social media and post and post and post and get in arguments and post this and this and this all of that kind of drama and where is the place in the school that we can work through those things right because it's not going to go away absolutely not it's not going to go away so we have to have a place where we work through those Mm -hmm. it's crazy i don't know it's it's very random i saw somebody post this on facebook today a girl fought another girl in the mall Mm -hmm. over a guy Mm -hmm. like just walked the phone and started fighting her right yeah the guy is standing there she beats the brakes off this girl. Mm-hmm. The girl is like, all, like I don't know. She did knock her out, or she just was like didn't want to get up, right? So the guy 
go over and try to get her up and you hit a girl going, I drove two hours for this. I drove two hours for this. Hmm. This is the interesting thing. Two things. He asks you, why are you doing all this? And you just walk around going crazy. So obviously, he's he, he's not 100% your person. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then the next thing was this. You pick the girl up off the floor. Then you still talking to her like, what you doing this for? And you laughing. And then you go to the cash register and say, man, can I, can I go ahead and pay for my stuff? As this girl is bleeding, okay, like she has been completely beat up, right? Mm-hmm. And the person who posted is a former student, and and I just I'm just glad that she had the knowledge to say this. She said, "I hope I hope both of them don't don't stay with him, right?" Because yeah. I was like, "Yes," because it's some because what are you fighting for? Right. Once you you know, but these are the kind of things you know what at age 16 it was going on and we didn't talk about it then mm-hmm. we just fought and then we got suspended from school and i went on my life and i carried it on into my 20s i was about to say and you carry that same process that thinking process on into adulthood right. and now you 25 35 doing the exact same thing you right. did at 15 and 16, at 15 and 16. trying to fight a girl out in, at the club at the mall at some man please for what for what he's there with her so why for you fight what? and why you fighting her why? Why I gotta get beat up? Cause I'm here with him. I thought, what? All this kind of foolishness, right? Mm-hmm. We got to do better by our students. We have to give our students the opportunity to talk through these processes and understand problem solving skills. And that's what it's all about. Yes, that's what it's all about. This is how you Supporting get out of entanglements. Get out of entanglements by problem solving skills. Support them. And 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 I just want to say again. Um, now I well I think we we passed due to kind of refocus where the energy is in the school system, um, especially through K through and, and K through twelve. Uh like I say, for it's been forever and a day where all the support has been with the teacher, on the teacher, for the teacher, all this kind of stuff. But it's time to switch it to you know, the focus being legit on the students. Like we said about this whole student affairs piece. Student affairs piece the, the student affairs part strictly focuses on the student. Now we, I want to make sure we say clearly. You know, if you say something to make it sound like we're saying don't support the teacher, they're gonna have a fit. Yeah, absolutely, and that's Edu- not educators. We not what are we saying? Educators, all educators, we are sensitive. We are. But it's not that we you are. don't get support. You still get supported in curriculum and instruction and yeah, in behavior and parent involvement and organization and everything that you need support in. But you do not get the added pressure of all of the things that are outside of the guidelines of right. being a teacher. Right, right, right. That you can under that you can feel empowered to say, "Hey, I think this student would do very well if they can meet with the such and such person." Right, and you can mm-hmm. refer them. Mm-hmm. That I want to recommend this student be a part of the student involvement plan. So I'm gonna fill this out and get his interest so that he can get more involved on campus and connect. Bingo. I feel like this student is struggling with a relationship, and I think the therapist will be able to talk to them through it or whoever, and I can do that. Not. I got to do all of this right. and turn in the paperwork for it, and right. then go teach my class. Absolutely. That that shouldn't be happening. No, absolutely. Now, um, so our daughter doesn't kick us out the house, and because I'm making meatloaf, and it's smelling kind of good. It is smelling delicious. Uh, yeah, but, and I, it's been a couple times. To be honest with y'all, I was gonna get it from here and be like, "Let me go check on the." I meatloaf. felt it too. I you felt did, all of that. Did, I did. Feel I was, it. was gonna I was like, say she like, about to leave me at some point. Yes, I really go, was gonna be like, "Keep talking." I'm about to go check. Yeah. I really was gonna say, "Keep talking." I'm gonna check on the meatloaf real quick. But um, before we go, as we always do, we want to take the time to um, give a shout out to our supporters. We have Bowtie Planners, the Cam K Way, the Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas, 
taste buds, nostalgia clothing, real fits, and distinctive curations. Visit our webpage at www.theritefeffect.com. That's the right effect. Click on podcast and scroll down to where you say the supporter section. If you click on their um, logos, you will be able to visit their websites and support them. So you guys, make sure you listen, subscribe, share, um, write in the comments, give us five stars. Absolutely. Um, tell your mama and your mama's mama to listen. And all their friends. And all their friends. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at After School Talk. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Two Dukes Up. Or you can type in After School Talk and find us there on Twitter. Yep. Um, yeah, that's everything. Peace, people.